Hello, and welcome to the Natural Evolution Podcast, produced by Rebel Health Tribe. I'm Michael, and I'll be your host. Together, we will be hearing inspiring stories of healing and transformation, learning from some of the brightest minds in the world of functional medicine and holistic wellness, and exploring the world's best health-related products, services, tools, and resources. And we're live. We're actually deciding to record part of this conversation. So this uh, this episode of the podcast, I am going to be joined by my friend Steve Wright. I feel like we just ended one recording and we're starting another because uh, when, when we recorded this, we just did a webinar, but uh, Steve's surroundings have changed. So welcome back, man. Thanks for, for doing the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I The podcast is my favorite thing that we do. So um, most of our audience, we've done a bunch of webinars with you in the last year, uh, knows you and your work, but the podcast may reach some folks who don't. So a little intro, uh, Stephen Wright is a medical engineer, Kalish Functional Medicine Institute graduate and gut health specialist who has spent close to $400,000 in his life overcoming his own health challenges using everything from Western medicine to shamans and lots of stuff in between. Steven is the founder of healthygut.com, a line of very high quality professional grade digestive aid supplements. And he lives in Boulder, Colorado with his fiance Shay and their two dogs. Wow. 400 grand, man. You've been through the ringer. <laughs> I yeah. think that I think that people listening to this though, um, that that may sound crazy to some people, and it probably doesn't sound too crazy to others. Because when you have fill in the blank chronic disease in this country, uh, it can get very expensive very quickly, uh, especially when it's ones that you know conventional medicine doesn't have much of an answer for, and you need to go voraciously researching and trying and tasting and taking and doing all the different things that you've done, um, which we're going to talk about. So I guess I want to go back to the beginning of, uh, we talked about this a little bit before in one of our conversations, but your digestive problems and symptoms started young, right? Yeah, I was born with a, a hydrocele hernia, which is a type of birth defect where the ball sac doesn't completely close. And usually the intestines are pinched or, or aggravated. Um, and so, yeah, I, I was born with this pain and I didn't, um, you know, I didn't take breast milk. I didn't take anything. And I basically, my mom tried to get me help and they, you know, this was the middle eighties and the rural area of Michigan. And the doctor said she didn't know what she was doing. And anyways, 12 weeks later, I'd only gained a pound. And when they came in for oh, the, the checkup, the 12 week checkup, I was failure to thrive because they'd only gained a pound. He did a medical exam, found it, and then gave me some anti-spematic drugs, which just like soothe everything. And then, and then I was raised on soy formula and, uh, that was the, that's how it got started. Wow. And, uh, we could have a whole nother conversation on the trauma that that would be for a little one and what that causes long-term. But I think that would be a conversation for another podcast. Uh, yeah. I kind of was in a similar boat. I mean, I was adopted at birth and then I was also raised on formula, never had breast milk and had some really severe reoccurring ear infections when I was really little. And 
got fed boatloads of pink, chunky antibiotics for my entire childhood. So uh, cheers to teams starting behind the eight ball. And so uh, the digestive symptoms then were there like from day one or did they manifest when you're a little bit older? Is that like your only memory is I mean, feeling pretty terrible? I mean, I, I have, I don't remember that point, but yeah, I, I had digestive issues my entire life. I mean, I, I remember times of crying because I had bloating so bad when I tried cabbage one time and I ate like too much stew. Um, my family, my, 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 what do they call that? The extended family, uh, nicknamed me the gas man because I farted so much. Now I was just kind of like, I tried to laugh that off. That was in high school. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I had, I had a dermatologist, I had cystic acne and, and when I hit puberty and I had a dermatologist recommend, uh, Bactrim DS, which is a broad spectrum, strong DS stands for double strength, um, antibiotic that I took for four years straight. I had multiple sports injuries that I took like way over the recommended dose, dose of, of ibuprofen for like 12 to 16 weeks. So like I, I messed my gut up real good in high school and I paid for it when I went to college, I was in a fraternity and there wasn't much to do at my engineering college. I, uh, we were in like the ghetto of Flint, Michigan, and you know, there's not really much to do. It's not very safe. And so we did a lot of studying and a lot of beer and pizza. And so, but also living with, with 50, 50 guys kind of showed me that like, Hey, not everyone has has these reactions to beer and pizza and like smells terrible and has to spend three hours in the bathroom every day. Like that's, I thought I was just like, you know, it's something I was going to have to live with. My family obviously has a history of IBS. That's why it was kind of funny. And I was named the gas man. Um, it wasn't like I was just the only black sheep. It was that like everybody kind of has a, a history of IBS in my family. And, but in college, when I made it even worse through high, you know, 20 credit hour, semesters and you know plenty of beer every day um Ooh, 20s I, a lot yeah yeah i did that my that's a lot especially in engineering school like for me i think in college one engineering class would have been about my uh my limit of total hours i'd be able to do so cheers <laughs> yeah, yeah that's not I mean, we'll all, talk... all semester hours are not created equally for those who didn't go to college um engineering credit hours are more difficult than most of the credit hours that i was enrolled in <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And yeah, it was, it was, it, it churns. It was, I think there's like a 60, 50 or somewhere around a 50% dropout rate in that college. So it's, it, it's a meat grinder. Uh, those who make it through have a, a special brokenness that they see the world through. And uh, lovely. <laughs> so, is that on the, is that on the brochure for the school? <laughs> no, we will break your soul and give you an engineering degree. And here's your beer and pizza and your IBS. Yeah. <laughs> come to beautiful Flint. Yeah. Come, um, come to Kettering University. So that's when you kind of realize that not everybody had these terrible reactions to college. What would be typical college life, basically? Uh, totally messed up sleep patterns, really high stress, lots of beer, lots of pizza. Um, no, I didn't feel awesome when I was doing that, but I didn't have those same kind of symptoms. So you started to realize then, like, this is not normal. Uh, and it probably just got more and more severe, I'm guessing. So, but you, you finished there and you started a career as an engineer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I worked for General Motors as a, as a, a management supervisor in the plants, like overseeing like 55 UAW workers. And then, and I hated it. It was high stress, lots of hours. Um, but I was like third generation automotive 
sort of guy. Luckily, General Motors went bankrupt. And uh, so that gave me the freedom to go seek a job I'd always wanted, which is in my head as a small town boy, I'd always wanted basically to fly around and do business consulting and hopefully one day have a sweet condo and a sweet Ferrari or something. That's what I thought was the, the pinnacle of, of what someone could do with their life. And so I was able to actually uh, get a job with the big four accounting firm as a, as a tax consultant. Uh, there's a specialty that engineers can help out the tax people. And so I got a job in Chicago and I moved, moved to the Windy City and was working in this high rise, doing the whole uh, top 100 consulting thing. And that's when like, I was, oh, I was still overweight. I still had cystic acne, but that's when the panic attacks and the depression really kind of started taking over. And then that's also when, just because of the fact that I was taking clients out and I was working even more stressful hours, uh, my coworkers complained that I was farting too much and that was stinking out the office. And so I was having all kinds of, like, I mean, I had an accident on a commuter bus where I couldn't, you know, when you're on a, when you're on a, a, a fast commuter bus that doesn't have any stops for 40 minutes and you have an accident in your pants, like, I mean, there's some very embarrassing, shameful things. And so I, I started having a lot of those issues despite my desire not to have those things. Um, and so my boss was like, Hey man, you got to fix this. Otherwise this isn't going to work. And so I sought, I sought medical attention in, in Chicago. I tried to see the top people I could find. I saw three different doctors and the consensus was I didn't have celiac uh, disease and therefore I have a family history of IBS. I need to suck it up, take Metamucil and eat more whole grains. And so um, anyways, at that that was like really sad and, and annoying. <laughs> and then I missed a date. I was, I was literally locked on the toilet for like 15 hours and I missed a date that I was look, looking forward to. And that kind of broke my spirit. I think most people who wake up and, and really take responsibility for their health and take, take the power back from the, from the Western medical system so that they become the CEO again, rather than offloading all their responsibility. They usually have a few emotional breakpoints, And that was, that was a big one for me. And I called Jordan and he was like my one buddy. I also say that like when, when it comes to digestive or like really embarrassing problems, we usually have like one friend in, we're in our lives that we're actually honest with and everybody else. We're like, oh yeah, we're, uh, you know, okay. You know, even though you've been sitting on the toilet all day or you're so bloated that you're, you know, you're in the, the big pants, not the, the skinny pants. So anyways, I called Jordan and he was like, dude, you got to try this diet. I mean, this diet stopped my diarrhea. It's the only thing that's been working for my celiac disease. Um, and so we, sw I switched my diet to the specific carbohydrate diet in like three days, like 50% of my bloating went away. And that just triggered this. I think it triggered rage. Honestly, it, it triggered empowerment and rage that, oh my God, I've been having all this pain and all this embarrassment every single day for so long. I and I could have to. done something different. Yeah. And, and nobody told you. Right. And all the people that I trusted to tell me didn't know anything. And so then that sort of triggered my engineering brainwashing, which as an electrical engineer, you're basically just brainwashed to solve complex systems without knowing or understanding the system. And I was like, hold on. That's I'm just applying the skill set to the body. I can do this. I just got to find a group of people or a person who's had similar issues and find out what they tried and I'll start trying the things and I'm going to figure this out. And like I just reverse engineering symptom resolution. Exactly. Yeah. And Jordan, was Jordan an engineer too? Yeah. He was a mechanical engineer. Okay. 
Um, and Jordan, Jordan, uh, for those who don't know, Stephen Jordan then founded SCD Lifestyle. Um, and that's where I learned about the SCD diet. And I put clients on that when I was doing health coaching. This was probably, we'll date ourselves, probably like 10, 10 years, 10, 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I had a few of those people, a few of those phone calls that were like similar. They were like, I don't feel all the way better, but I feel a lot better and I feel better than I've ever felt before. And why the hell didn't anybody tell me this? And why isn't this known everywhere? And so you guys created a ton of really incredible, you know, educational resources, but like where did, so he told you about the diet, you started the diet, you started feeling better. He was feeling better. You wanted to reverse engineer things to figure stuff out. Where did creating a business come in there? That was just like, we're going to, we're going to do this or was it not a business at first you were just putting your your info online or how did that happen no it was a, it was a concert choice to to build the business in concert um because we had been talking about um like lifestyle design and and like you know getting getting wealthy and and not working because we both watched our parents uh work really middle class like not not like real middle class but like poor middle class um lives. And we both bonded on the fact that we didn't want to repeat that uh, experience that our parents had because we watched them suffer so much. And, um, and so when I got to, when I got to Chicago, I thought this job was like it. And I, you know, I, yeah. I got close to some of the partners in the firm and I, I realized that they were making like a million dollars a year, but they hated life and they all, and then I started realizing that the managers hated life. Nobody enjoyed what they were doing. And so then I was like, Oh my God, I'm just switching one one bad lifestyle for another bad lifestyle that just has more money. And so therefore you spend more money and you still don't feel enjoyable. And so I, I was like really disillusioned for a little bit. And then I caught my breath and I was like, okay, that means I have to, I got to build my own company. And, uh -huh. um, and so we consciously started making a lot of notes. And then a few months later, we wrote our first ebook on it and launched our first website in, in 2009 and then launched the ebook in 2010. And yeah, it was, it was a very conscious, like we're going to be able to leave our engineering jobs and we're going to forge our own path and not be stuck in a cubicle answering the phone. Like, you know, cause I was on call, like, like I would have plans to go see my family and they would call and say, Hey, bank of America's upset. You got to fly, you know, you got to fly to Atlanta or wherever. Um, and like that, I just, that's not a life that I want. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was a very conscious decision to try to build a business, which <laughs> was, was as hard as, as solving my, uh, my health issues, honestly. Oh, that's like learning a whole, no I mean, I've been through it too. And like, uh, I actually did this years later, I did business coaching with you guys, with Steve and Jordan, and, um, it's, it's learning another thing. <laughs> Like it's a completely different profession that now in this world that we live in now, no matter what somebody's skill is or what they do or what their expertise is, if they want to have their own business, they also need to become marketing professionals and tech people and everything else. And that's for better or worse, that's kind of where we're at. And um, I also had no idea what I had bitten off when I decided to, to do that either. I was like, oh, I just get really good at this thing. And then a bunch of people will pay me to do it. Done. Right. Simple. And then when no one knows you do the thing, nobody pays you to do it. And so <laughs> totally. that's sort of, that was my harsh realization. But um, 
So you guys grew SCD Lifestyle. It was a pretty big, I mean, it was a pretty big company. I had that ebook. I saw you guys on all the things, the summits and the speaking tours, and you guys helped a lot of people. And, and SCD, I'm sure, you know, um, changed your health trajectory a lot. And for those who don't know, uh, you can look it up. The, what's the book that, is it Breaking the Vicious Cycle? Was that the book? Um, yeah, the, the there's one wrote the first one was written in by Dr. Sidney Haas in the 1950s. The second one was called Breaking the Vicious Cycle. That's the one that's mostly in print and kind of has the blueprint. Um, and then Jordan and I's book is basically how do you execute breaking the vicious cycle? Because the okay. the book has a lot of rules, but no real advice on how to do it. And yeah, complex. I bought it and read it and came to the same conclusion because I was trying to pull nuggets out of it to teach to clients. And then I was like, where's the what to do in here? There's a whole lot of what not to do, um, but it's a specific diet that removes certain types of carbohydrates from the diet that tend to give people with various IBS symptoms, a lot of problems. A lot of people find relief from it. So now though, um, and we're kind of fast forwarding a lot because I want to get to what you're doing now, but um, you've created this company, Healthy Gut, and you make a few really good uh, digestive products there. And so for you, uh, for some people switching diet, sometimes boom, magic, done, gone, whatever. For a lot of people, they go from like feeling completely horrible and not being able to do anything and missing dates and, and being the gas man at work and all these things to being like mildly uncomfortable all the time instead of like super uncomfortable most of the time and mildly comfortable, uncomfortable all the time and tend to need a little additional help, a little additional things. And I think, is that kind of where you found yourself is like SED got you to a more manageable type of situation? Yeah. Yeah. It got me more manageable. I actually started um, BTN HCL pills, like not, sh you know, shortly thereafter. I mean, I was like, um, you know, I, I just have this insatiable, not, I, I really don't know how to relax and I really good at working and like my whole family is, and it's just like, it's part of my gifts and, and burden in this lifetime. And so, I mean, I was using nootropics in high school and so really? I was, oh yeah, I used paracetamol oh. when I was like 15 or 16. So, <laughs> um, so I've That's been ordering wild. stuff off the internet and trying substances since well there's before. been the internet. Yeah, basically. And okay. So, so, all right. So you kind of had tried a whole lot of stuff. Like you were yeah, not new. So to I knew that. Well, I knew that there was stuff. another level, right? I, I I knew that. Okay, diet was just one component, but like, there's other things that matter for. Like, I seen what mm -hmm. creatine could do to muscle growth. I saw what nootropics could do to my brain. So I figured there had to be this area for the gut, and immediately mm -hmm. I started seeking it because. What happens to me, what happened to me, what happens to most people is exactly what you said. They feel really terrible. And then they find a few options like diet and some supplements. And all of a sudden they're getting better, but their life is restricting into a box. It's like, I am okay. And I feel good if I only, but I can only do X, Y, and Z. And I have to take these things with me and I have to do this and I have to do this and all these things. And then if I do all those things and I get lucky, I have a great day. And so as you get better, your, your world closes in on you and you become this, this, like you, you're in this box. And so the other thing is I just happen to be a hedonist and I don't like being controlled by boxes. And so I couldn't stop asking the question, why can't I eat dairy? Why can't I eat grains? And that just drives my insatiable nature to keep testing and tweaking. And so I, I sought out most of the top 
famous best-selling authors for functional or integrative medicine for consults and testing. And, you know, it turns out I did have a whole lot of issues. I had a history of concussions. I had some brain, brain issues. I had parasites. I had estrogen dominance. Um, you know, I had, I had a lot of different things that I had to go through and each professional kind of gave me a nugget or two. They get like, they would help me with one thing, but then their, their skill set sort of ran out and I'd have to switch to somebody else and somebody else. And so because I, because I decided health was my number one value, I racked up credit card bills in the early days. I spent, you know, $600 a month on supplements. I bought the $2,000 worth of testing over and over again. And some days I would quit, you know, and I'd go have a pizza and I'd feel like junk, but then I'd wake up the next day and be like, that's it. I'm not, I can't quit. I got to figure this out. Otherwise I'm not going to have the life I want. I'm going to be stuck in this box and not be resilient. And so what happened is I just kept seeking this resiliency and the question of why, why do I have to be restricted? And that led me to better and better health. But as SCD lifestyle grew and as I was able to expand my box and my capacity, I kept running into a wall where I would have these random um, extreme gut pains. I would, uh, I still had some food sensitivities. I just couldn't figure out like the, the best doctors and, and practitioners in the world couldn't help me. The testing didn't help me. And at the same time, you know, SC Lifestyle had grown to, to multi seven figure company, which was really cool, but it was also very stressful. And I, I just blew up. Honestly, I blew up and walked away. Uh, it was very immature of me in some regards, um, but it's exactly what I needed because I got disillusioned. I got disillusioned that supplements were really all that mattered and diet really mattered. And functional medicine was really the answer because I couldn't get out of my own box and actually build the resilient me. And so when I walked away and kind of blew everything up, I found out that I'd been just locking away all these emotions. I had all this trauma from my birth as well as throughout my childhood. I learned, you know, like there's, there's a whole host of stuff in the emotional psycho social world that actually affects your gut and it affects your ability to eat foods and it affects your ability to, to sleep and feel good every day and have good hormones. And so that's when I spent a whole bunch more money and a lot of weekends and, and, and various types of workshops and ceremonies and, and all kinds of cool stuff. And I wasted a bunch more money and found some really good things that, that, that helped. And I was feeling really good a couple of years later. Um, but then life was like, Hey, we're not done with you, man. <laughs> um, and essentially my fiance was diagnosed with cancer. Her mom was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Um, the business officially fell apart and I was signing the mortgage on, a, on my first home, uh, on a million dollar home that I had no longer had any incoming money for. And my, all of my digestive symptoms just came back. Like everything, just all that stress, all that scariness around cancer, the, the woman that I want to spend the rest of my life with just, just overwhelmed all the work I had done. And I was almost like, almost like within like six weeks, I was back to square one. And so I was like, Oh my God, I got to go. I got to restrict my diet again. And I got to go buy a bunch of supplements. And so I bought all the brain supplements I knew that worked. And I bought all the digestive supplements that used to work. And I started taking them. And I, because I basically had to start over, I realized that like, man, these things don't work like I thought they used to. And this sucks and I'm still bloated and I still can't eat anything. 
And now I'm dealing with all these stressors that are like, you know, I'm having financial stress, I'm having family stress, I'm having health stress all at the same time. And I was like, I, I got to solve this. And so it just was like, again, I guess the universe gave me a gift. It was like the, the, the best way out of this was to solve my own pain and build a company around it. And so that was when, uh, you know, I, I acquired the company from, from Jordan and we're still really great friends and I pivoted and I, and I just said, this is, this is ridiculous. There has to be a better way to build gut supplements that can help my issues. Um, and I'm going to use the same engineering philosophy of, you know, like you can't engineer a car to work part of the time. You can't engineer a bridge to mostly last, you know, like engineers aren't trained to have like 60% or 40% success rates. We're trained to have 99.999% success rates. And so I was like, these products suck because engineers are not removing the variables that could make them work for, for the vast majority of humans. And can I do that? And so that's, that's how healthy gut was formed. And that's what, that's one of the founding principles is like, if I'm going to build a product, the reason why I believe it's the best in its class is because I've done a ridiculous amount of thinking and meditating on how many variables can I remove to make sure that hopefully 80% of people who buy this actually get the benefit they are hoping to get out of it. I'd like to briefly interrupt this conversation to let everyone know that we've got a free downloadable Foundations of Wellness Starter Kit. It's available for you right now over at www.rebelhealthtribe.com backslash foundations. If you'd like a little help organizing and implementing all your learning from this podcast, a gift from our team over at Rebel Health Tribe, producers of this show. And now back to your episode. For those out there who have like uh, autoimmune conditions and, and other digestive symptoms, I'm pretty sure there's some people nodding their head along with um, when they've had those experiences in life, something they thought was gone is not gone and it comes back and it can happen really quickly. Um, one of Mira's flares started overnight when something stressful happened and um we thought we had that under control and then boom, stressful day, stressful event, stressful thing, boom, pain comes back. And we're, it's just like, this can't be real. Like this can't be happening. And then it compounds on top of the shit that's happening that made it happen in the first place. So I just want to acknowledge that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who can, can relate to that. And so, um, I can vouch for, we've had a lot of conversations around the research you do. And we even did a webinar about uh, I forget what, what is it? Maverick? Uh, what did you create? It was a Maverick healing, like a PDF guide that Steve created that basically put some of your most, uh, I don't even know what to call them outside the box, uh, research projects and Guinea pigs. Another thing about Steve is if he puts out any information or education or talks about a supplement or any other type of thing that you can take or do or ingest, uh, I promise you that he's taken it and done it and ingested it probably in multiple ways and dosages and times and been self guinea pigged on everything. But, um, so you, you decided to create a new company to make digestion related products that would actually work for you. And the byproduct of it is that they'll probably work for most everybody else too. And so I know like one example we've done, we've done webinars on these. So if you go to our site, we have the webinars about each product. So we're not going to go crazy details about the products, but you have a, a digestive enzyme called Hol Holozyme, um, 
which is a really comprehensive formula, and it includes the cofactors, mineral cofactors that are necessary to activate enzymes, which when you told me that those weren't in most enzyme formulas, I thought that can't actually be true. So then I went and looked it up and it actually is true. <laughs> and it seems like a simple thing that everybody would just do, but there are cofactors to enzymes and digestive enzymes that um, make them turn on and make them go and make them do their thing. And a lot of, even some of the more expensive products in the market, which I have used and taken and given to clients, uh, they don't have them. And uh, with the HCL, this is how good I've been studying in the webinars. The HCL guard uh, is, a, you mentioned betaine HCL. Uh, it's a really common supplement. Lots of people take it. But you've created a formula that also has a bunch of synergistic ingredients, which are soothing and reparative and restorative to the stomach lining and to the upper GI and stimulate bile flow and a bunch of things that will help in addition to the HCL. Because at one point you were probably taking a handful of different pills that do the same thing. Uh, and it's like, why isn't this all just in one thing? Yeah, I think I spent like over a year of my life taking 12 HCL tablets per meal. Every meal. Jesus, man. And plus the other things. Yeah. Plus like, enzymes. I, like, like, it's like you know. two, you're like, like this, just, you need like a, a beer bong from college to yeah, fit your supplements. Like in your at a time. Jeez, man. That's like I, a meal. I guess, I, yeah. I, it is kind of actually. <laughs> it's like a whole I got, meal I got, worth you know, of I try volume. to turn, I try to turn life's turds into gold and, and just like <laughs> go, go heavy into it. And so I was like, well, if I can take 60, can I take 61? Can I take 62? <laughs> uh, man. Okay. That's, there's a lot of ways that could go. Um, so, but people can probably relate to this too. Like if I have to take this one and this one and this one and this one, why doesn't somebody just put them together into one? And then I can take one because it gets exhausting. Like when mirrors and flares and I'm making up her little thing with the supplements, it's like, it can get exhausting and overwhelming. And so less pills is better. Less bottles of things to buy is better. More effective, efficient things that work are better. And so the HCL is kind of a, a hybrid formula that is the HCL, but also has synergistic things. And so that's upper GI, the digestive enzymes help break down the food with the bloating and the gas and the symptoms like that. And then you, you make a really interesting product that I honestly didn't fir first understand or get the gist of when you said, yeah, and we make this before we had the webinar, I was like, what the hell is that? I've never heard of that. Like I knew of butyrate, but I didn't know of like the supplement form. So that's tributyrin X, which is a tributyrin, which is butyric acid, right? Yep. Yeah. And that is a fuel for um, the, both the cells in the, in the gut lining. And it does a whole bunch of other really cool stuff. And the webinar on that one honestly blew me away the most because I had the most knowledge of enzymes and HCL. I didn't know anything about that. So some of the stuff that you dropped there and that you're seeing, you know, results with super highly reactive people and people with histamine intolerance and um, mast cell activation syndrome, people who like, if they look at a supplement, they usually will react to the thought of taking it, let alone actually <laughs> taking it. Um, and tributyrin can do some really cool systemic things. A, there's research showing, you know, links to brain health and, and mental health, and as well as like inflammation in the gut and repairing the gut. And so um, when I got wind of these, you know, we have a retail shop on our site and we've only worked with a few different companies the whole time because I don't sell shitty things. And whether it's, and, and my bar for that is pretty high. Like what I would consider, like if, if it's 
a product that's decent or whatever, like I don't need to be the one that sells it. They can get it somewhere else. And I've really only tried to stick to things that we feel really, really strongly about that are really high quality. They're going to work for most people and that are like universally beneficial. You don't have to take like a 2000 question test to try to figure out if this is the right thing for you. And they fit. And so we worked it out and we brought them in and the feedback that we've gotten from them has been really positive. Um, I really appreciate the level of customer support that you guys provide only, not only for the people who buy the products and that, but like for us too, because there's been some times where we get questions we don't know how to answer. And your team is awesome at being extraordinarily thorough and explaining like how to best respond to each question and how to help people out. And um, I've worked with enough companies to say that um, for those of you that don't work in the behind the scenes in the industry, uh, I don't know how to put it nicely, but customer service can be a thing that is not like that. And you're kind of on your own once you, uh, once you buy things from them. So um, I think you guys are doing a hell of a job with it. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like, If you're listening to this, like you actually probably already know next steps in your life. So like you probably already know what you need to do next for your health. It might be like go all in and spend three grand on some supplements and a new health practitioner. It might be trying a a supplement that you find scary. It might be switching your diet and going like, you know, actually never cheating for 30 days or a hundred days. It it could be moving out of the house. You love, like you already know it, but you just, you just don't want to do it because you're resisting it. And the same thing is true for business owners. We usually already know what the heck we have to do. It's just, we're resisting it because it's going to cause a lot of pain and it's going to be hard. And so like when SE lifestyle was at its peak, we knew that the next step for us was to launch supplements. But at the time I didn't want to do it because I, I, I felt like, I felt like I wasn't ready. And I felt like we would just be another company, just another company trying to find some margin and find some stability by white labeling. And I didn't think the world needed, like there's like 10,000 supplement companies. The world doesn't. Hold on. I want to define something there that the audience might not know. White labeling is what a lot of people do in this industry. A lot of practitioners, a lot of uh, your favorite supplement lines might actually be somebody else's supplement uh, with their label put on it. So that's what you can do. You can buy something in bulk. They'll put your name, your label, your brand on it. It's their product. Um, that's what he's talking about. Yep. Yep. It's a very, it's super, it's ridiculously common in the supplement industry. There's actually mm-hmm. not that many unique formulas out there. Um, and so we knew that that would save the company probably, and it would build this, this thing, but I just didn't believe in it and I didn't want to do it. And, and so I resisted it. And it blew the company up. We kind of lost it. And that's, you know, that's on me. And when, when it became clear, there wasn't a lot of options and I had my own problems to solve again, I decided that like, look, I really thought I was going to do something else with my life. I really didn't want to build a supplement company because again, what, what does the world need another one? But then I, re- I realized that like, maybe I actually could create products that were in- innovative and better than anything that's ever been done in the human history. And two, I have bought a ridiculous amount of supplements and I have taken a ridiculous amount of supplements. And I have, as, as, uh, you've mentioned already, I have, a uh, 400 pages on various types of substances from around the world that I've acquired and tested on myself and read the research on. And, um, what I've learned is that you can mess up taking supplements and prescription drugs if 
you don't understand how to dose it and you don't have someone to support you. You can get it all right. You can match. You can listen to something like this. You could watch something on YouTube. You could whatever. You could talk to even a doctor or health provider and you could be like, oh, I need curcumin. Curcumin is going to save the day. But if you get the brand wrong or the dosage wrong, you'll just waste that whole 12 weeks. You'll waste all the money. You'll waste a hundred dollars. And then you'll go away thinking, dang it. I fell for it again. I'm embarrassed. I did it wrong. And the truth was you took the wrong dose. You got everything right. You bought it from a, uh, a practitioner who knew the brand was good, but guess what? The research on curcumin says a lot of people need 1500 milligrams and some people need 3000 milligrams, but no one's giving those dosages out. And that is the difference between getting the benefit you hear for some people and not, and just being like, man, another one bites the dust. I hate this. I'm going to go get some pizza. Um, and so that's what the other arm of our sort of business model. And what I want to offer the world is that I'm going to make a stand for, we are going to educate our customers and we're going to help them with, with dosing and understanding their bodies more than any company's ever done. Think of it kind of like if Zappos made the sexiest shoes in the world, and they still allowed you to call in anytime and talk to them. That's kind of what we want to be for, for supplements. And it's, and thank you for that. And it's important because on many levels, one, just the amount of education it provides and the better outcomes and everything, but the people that are customers of these kind of products, they've been through the ringer. Like how many times has there been a practitioner or a company or a, somebody that you wanted to help you not help you or not be able to help you or give you like a, Meh, I don't know, work for somebody else kind of answer. Uh, when I was working with clients one-on-one, -on -one, every single one of them, literally, I'm, I would wager on this, had a story like that, either with their doctor or some product they tried or some therapy they went to go do or something. Somebody was like, oh, I don't know, it worked for the other person or something's wrong with you. Like you're too messed up. That's it's on you. It's you're too messed up for this thing. Sorry. Cool. Thanks for your money. No, we don't do refunds. Um, that was kind of what they're used to hearing. And so just the shift in, and this was, uh, we just, I just had Dr. Eric Gordon on the podcast. who's actually Mira's doctor and he's in the Bay area. He's awesome. And, uh, when he, he gave all this really complex information about the cell danger response and systemic inflammation and all these things. And, um, at the end, I asked him for a nugget of like, what's the the, the most important thing or what's one thing that would like help every person or what's the essential first step. And he said, hope and being supported. Hmm. Like, and that was it. Like he went through like outrageous biochemistry and then was like, no, it's hope and being supported. It's having somebody to help you. And like believing that that's going to help you and that they're in your corner. He goes, I've seen more complex illness cases turn the corner when that's provided for them than any other thing. So, um, just that level of support and the quality with it. We've seen great results uh, with our people. I take it, uh, I, the popcorn's always my example. I think yours is red wine and something else. Is it pizza? Yeah, tortilla chips, corn chips. Tortilla chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it was the popcorn trial. And so for Holozyme and I can eat popcorn without feeling like a beach ball is in my belly. And um, it's worth it for me. But for people who have a lot more issues, um, it can really help. And 
improve quality of life. All, all three of the products are, are excellent. And so we're grateful to have them in the shop. We're grateful to be working with you. I actually just had the idea when you were talking about the, the level of customer support. I think I'm going to volunteer Whitney from our side to get some training from you guys so that um, we can directly answer the questions and provide the support too. So we don't have to hit up your staff as much. So maybe we could arrange uh, some sort of team training over here for our people. And um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm grateful that our paths keep interweaving and crossing and that, uh, you know, we were, I was looking to expand the, the gut related products that we had. And I was like, man, I don't want to bring in like, this pro like these like things because it was the same thing like you with the white labeling with i was like yeah i could do it and it would probably like it'll help some people and it'll help the bottom line in the company but it wasn't like a hell yes it was like a i guess so and i don't do i guess so's anymore like i'm just not and um i totally feel you and like when you kept saying like and then i blew up the company i get it man i've been there like i've had those days where it's like uh Maybe it's just time to do something else. And, um, and that happens. And um, I'm glad that your something else was this for now. And uh, yeah. who knows where things are going to go. But um, on one hand, it sucks that people need to go through so much stuff to be able to discover things and find things and, and do all this. But what tends to come out of it are, are end results like this, where now you've created something that's helping a whole bunch of people that didn't have that support or have that thing. And um shortening that length of time of suffering for a lot of people. So uh, yeah, thanks be a my lot. Hope. My hope is that you don't have to spend a hundred thousand or 400,000. You don't have to spend years testing all no. these products on yourself. Like my hope would be nobody that, should. Yeah. My hope is that we could shorten that time so that you go do whatever you got to do in the world. Cause like, I'm probably not going to solve climate change, but I hope someone does. And I'm probably not going to, you know, and they have a better know. chance to do it if they're not bloated. And, and, um, that, that's actually my know. belief. That's actually my belief system is yeah. that, um, everybody has their own gift based on their pain and their, their opportunities and talents they're given in their lifetime. And we don't really get to choose it. Actually life chooses it for you based on all those circumstances. And my, you know, hopefully what's going to happen is that I'm going to empower because when you're bloated or constipated or having diarrhea, like the chances of you having a great relationship or you changing the world or being really effective at your work is like really, really small. And I know because I tried for a long time. And so it, my goal is, you know, to, to help people handle their physical health as fast and, and as good as possible such that they can get on working on, you know, whatever hunger homelessness war climate change i don't know do something for the planet there's Maybe it's plenty of problems community. that need to be solved yeah yeah there's plenty plenty yeah. of work to be done <laughs> um and so if i can if i can make sure you got a smile on your face and not a beach ball in your tummy then then <laughs> you know we're all we're all in this together that's the new tagline that's going on the packages <laughs> smile on your face not a beach ball in your tummy but uh thanks man i appreciate it. i appreciate it. i know like i know the behind the scenes of how much research you do and how many things you try and when he's saying he took 80 pills i promise he took 80 pills and if you 400 page notes on i almost bought some strange supplement from russia the last time i was having a bad mental health month that came from your webinar so i can prove that there are things that come from other countries that steve has acquired and tried and taken notes on and provided education around and, you know, that combines like your insatiable research, like with your desire to cause, create these things. Like that's a, that's a, both of those are necessary to create stuff like this. So 
I am grateful you are an obsessive researcher and really ready guinea pig and that this is what's come out of it. So thanks for sharing your story, man. I know that there's like three other conversations that could come out of that, that it would be really fun to have, but uh, I'm grateful for what you're doing now. And we're glad to be partnered with you and everybody check out the products, check out the webinars and uh, get your learn on. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for, thanks for continuing to do rebel health drive and, and get the message out there. And that wraps up another episode of the Natural Evolution Podcast. Thanks for listening, and please check out the links in the show notes below to learn more about our guests and grab your free downloadable Foundations of Wellness Starter Kit, which will help you implement what you're learning here and make powerful shifts in your health and your life right away. Just go to www.rebelhealthtribe.com backslash foundations, and you can be started in only a few minutes. If you enjoy the show, please drop a rating, review, or subscribe to stay in the loop with future releases.